Hello, Pepe. Welcome um, to this virtual room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, thank you so much for joining me for the interview. Um, this is an interview for the Archives of American Art at the Smithsonian Institution. Uh, and this interview is for the pandemic project. Uh, my name is Fernanda Espinosa and I'm interviewing uh, Pepe Coronado and uh, he's in his studio in Austin. Um, so Pepe, again, welcome. Can you please um, introduce yourself and just let me know how you've been doing? Yeah, uh, well, first, thank you for having me uh, and, and for inviting me to be part of this project. Uh, very valuable uh, project to document this uh, situation. So uh, my name is Pepe Coronado and I'm Currently in Austin, Texas, uh, just moved my studio here from New York about six months ago. And uh, that process took a while to, you know, one decide to move and second to move all the, uh, the content of the studio. And, and, you know, my studio is kind of a combination uh, of my work and then I collaborate with a lot of artists making prints. So, uh, you know, moving the archive of all the artists' works and my work, and then uh, the idea of coming to Austin, uh, where I used to live back in the 90s. I actually started printing here uh, and eventually moved to DC and then New York. Uh, so I'm back and, and uh, my idea was to start a link between Austin and New York uh, so I came in December, set up, and started working by the end of January or so, but then uh, the pandemic hit and uh, all the plans changed. I left a small studio in, Austin, in New York with a sample of the archive and a lot of work that was already um, moving around in shows and exhibitions, so all that got taken back and then eventually moved out, so I have to closed uh, temporarily that, that, that office uh, studio in New York uh, until we figure out what happened with this situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's been um, so many changes uh, for everyone. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about, uh, in addition to the impact of, of you having to close your studio yeah. in, in New York, how have you been taking it um, as an artist and, um, you know, if you wanted to share at a personal level as well? Yeah, it's, it's um, I, I think the dialogue have to now always have some personal aspect, right? Uh, Pre-pandemic, we used to talk about our work and our uh, studio practice, uh, but I think now that because of the virus, uh, life is very intertwined with the practice now. So, uh, so personally in the, in the art part, uh, it was really hard because, um, you know, everything just got, everything stopped. Uh, so, uh, you know, I had a, I was supposed to have a, a, an exhibition in May in New York uh, with our organization called High Arts. And it was a two-person show. Uh, one of my 
uh, one of the artists that I have collaborated for a long time, over 10 years Pam, we were having kind of like a big show of, of all our collaboration. Uh, Carlos Jesus Martinez Dominguez and I. And so that was the first shock, you know, we were actually in the middle of producing that work. Um, you know, the work encompassed, like I said, 10 years, but we were, you know, finishing some pieces and, and, and adding some work and archiving and documenting all the stuff we have done and uh, what we have there and what we have here. And then, you know, that stuff. And so that was a big hit because we have been working on that for a while. We're looking forward to that. Um, and then a lot of other smaller projects that were, uh, you know, being talked about. Um, have to be postponed and, and who knows till when. And then, uh, then there is the part of, let's say, kind of more of like the business side of, you know, sales and, and sending things and, and producing things for other people. Uh, they're also, you know, got affected by that. So, and that's a big deal because then that brings the issue of rent, you know, uh, we have to survive, we have to pay rent. I have just moved here uh, and uh, I'm, I'm in a complex with other print studios and the, the bigger landlord of the, of the building itself was not willing to uh, accommodate the process of the moment. And then there was just like this looking around, how do we find resources? You know, what can help? Uh, and of course, um, because of the way the, the a lot of artist studios are uh, set up, let's say, we don't qualify within a lot of the small business structure, right? Uh, as, as an entity and then, uh, then personally also, because I don't work for anybody, I get paid by different sources and so, all that became very stressful and, and it, a lot of work went into that, you know, it's uh, filling out grants and filling out proposal and filling out information. And so, so it was a couple of hard months of, of trying to figure out, uh, you know, how to get some, some kind of support relief. Uh, and, uh, and then on top of that, you know, you, you try to stay active, uh, but it's hard to be productive when, you know, you walk into your home and I have two adult kids uh, and, you know, walk in there and my son lost his job and, and, you know, my daughter was still working, but then she eventually lost her job. And then how do we, uh, as, a, as a unit, how do we support each other and, so it was, it's, it's still hard. I mean, uh, we're still, we're six months into this and, and uh, you know, we're still technically closed down to people. Uh, in the studio, I relied a lot on, on, on events, you know, uh, open studios, artist demonstrations, artist talk. That's the way we connect with the, with the audience uh, and engage the audience so they can then, uh, you know, be aware of all the prints and all the work we produce. Uh, so, 
you know, all that is not happening. So we kind of lose that connection. Uh, and then we have to, we have always have a present virtually, you know, Instagram, uh, social media, websites and stuff. So then how do you retool that? And you know, that's another set of, uh, another thing that you have to now pay attention and devote time and resources and, and you know, there is technique, there is a, a learning curve to, to be, to that be your only source to, you know, uh, link with the audiences. So, um, so anyway, there are some other projects that have been able to, to happen, but a lot of it is, is still very hard. And, and then again, I, I collaborate with a lot of artists and, you know, it's a lot of artists, some artists are doing okay because of their situation uh, worked out, but a lot of artists are not. And so, you know, it's hard to, when you talk to somebody, they have lost their studio or have lost their apartment or have to move, you know, it puts in a, a, a tough, uh, road ahead of creativity you know how do we talk about a creative project when they have to run you know because they lost their apartment or, or their studio uh, and uh, so all that is it's just kind of part of the environment right now uh, when we think about creating work or we think about doing a project or how to make it you know how to just it i feel i'm in a you know this space of you know as we talked earlier one is difficult to plan uh so what kind of move you make to maintain certain to buy time i i feel that all i'm doing right now is buying time you know uh till when this is uh going to stabilize a little bit and uh and that's, you know, that's personally, that's the practice. And then on top of that, uh, we are in a very tough situation socially. So then you have that on top that requires attention, that requires participation, right? Uh, so politically and socially. So these, uh, all these racial issues are very important to my practice, to me personally, and, and a lot of the artists that I work. So we have always produced work about, you know, uh, putting a voice out there that uh, has been either marginalized, had been either not looked at or not heard. Uh, so so that that's creating, you know, a lot of stress in the situation because we still feel we have to put out uh, these voices and then we have to support what, uh, what's happening, right? So, so there was a period of time, and it's still happening, that I produce a lot of work towards uh, supporting uh, the 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 outcry towards uh, and, and black Black Lives Matter uh, through images and posters and stickers and things. And then, then in my own work, there are some work that had that I have produced that are not really that different to what I was doing, but now it's a different sense of urgency to those, to that voice. So, uh, 
so anyway, so that that's an added thing that that this compromise this uh, to to be part of this, right? Uh, and but then, like I said earlier, you know, you have the social issue, you have the political issue that we're trying to almost defend ourselves from, uh, and 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 but then, you know, then there is the personal issue, like uh, you know. A lot of people are doing, they are going through hard times. Uh, and some, there are some people that might be okay, but it's very fragile, you know. You, I can talk to you today and then next week I'll see you again and you have lost your job or you have had to move. So, so that's stressful, right? And, uh, and then how to manage and stay a flow, right? Like, uh, you know, how do you still pay rent on a studio that is, the production has dropped? You know, you we can still be making work, but we don't have the same outreach we had six months ago. So that, that time period is very critical uh, because a lot of us can uh, be affected by that lack of, access to the public you know um and and the audience and the public are is stressed too so you know there are some people are doing well and they're supporting artists and 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 projects but uh, you know that's all that's temporary and you can rely on like somebody bought a print or a piece of work from you that doesn't mean it's going to happen again next week you know so mm -hmm. it's, it's very stressful in that sense. Yeah, um, it sounds like you've had to uh, really restructure um, everything <laughs> because it's so connected also. Yes. Um, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested in, in hearing a little bit more about uh, these changes from when you were doing work around the issues that we're talking about these days um, and how you're approaching that work now. Uh, yeah. If you are uh, producing more of that, how, how are you, what are you talking about uh, yeah. with, with what are the conversations yeah. with other artists? It's, it's very interesting because, uh, you know, uh, in my practice, I will say half the work that I produce was about historical issues. Uh, and, and the reason I was interested in history, and that's why my show with Carlos was going to be very important because we kind of lined up on that uh, framework that we have been looking at, and, and in this case, uh, finding, you know, historical event that happened 10, 20, 50 years, 100 years ago, then have have an effect on our social standing at the moment. Uh, and uh, for example, being from Dominican Republic, I will look at a lot of historical events where the US and, and Dominican Republic, you know, cross paths. And those historical events have an effect on our life now, right? One as an immigrant group and one as how we fit in this, uh, you know, uh, in, in this society. Uh, so it, it brings a lot of clarity to, to this path, 
And at the same time, it challenges some issues because as we know, history have never, or not always is being told the way or different perspectives can be looked at that moment. So, so I think that bringing light into certain issues uh, helps a lot on your standing at the moment. So that was really impactful to me because, you know, if you look at the issues that we have at this moment, this racial tension, a lot come from the fact that history was not told the right way, right? So, so it's very impactful because that's, is, to me, that's such a key element uh, that I use in my practice is that clarity, you know, how do this event can be uh, looked at and, and different groups, you know, Dominican people, American people, a lot of them might have known or they don't even, didn't even know about it, right? So they have formed this image without that knowledge. And, and that's one of the things that is happening now. A lot, of, a lot of white people are saying, oh, I was not aware of all these issues that happened a hundred years ago on how American society, you know, blocked black people from certain things, you know? So they were not aware of it. So, so they formed their life and their image of that relationship in a different way because they didn't have that information because systematically that was blocked, you know? So that's, to me, is very telling because that's what I'm interested on is once you reveal those realities, then how do you now make up your mind about it, right? Because now you have evidence, you have knowledge, and, and not even that, now you know that you weren't told that. You know what I mean? So that's even tougher for a lot of people to accept that they were not informed you know, because probably they were not alive when that happened or their parents' generation didn't talk about it because it was convenient for them not to mention it. And my feeling is that, and I have a lot of the artists that I work, they have, you know, that deals with other issues. People have been talking about this and socially the, the you know, the black community, the Mexican American community had been talking about these issues for a long time. And that was the deal. It's like, you see, you, you were never listening. You know, we were expressing this at all kinds of levels, uh, educationally, in the workplace, in the art world, in the, uh, so, so now all that is kind of collage collapsing together. So there is this massive amount of feelings uh, and information and, and, and points being brought up that, you know, it have created this very tense moment. Um, and uh, so how do you support that? Even if you're not from that group, you know, how do you deal with your privilege when you see so many injustices happening? So, so that creates, you know, some good things, but at the same time, it's very tense. 
you know. So, uh, so we, you know, there are artists putting our work that they have done two years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, that is so relevant to the moment. But that work's been around for 20 years, but that voice was never heard or pay attention to. Uh, and, and again, socially also. So I think that, you know, that, that combination of now, nothing is in a vacuum anymore. You know, the art world uh, is so intertwined with the social world and the social reality of what people are living through. Uh, and and it's, it's very tricky space right now, you know, because like I said, you have to be, either you are have been affected, your community has been affected, uh, or you have not, but you are very aware and sympathetic to that. So what role do you play? You know, how do you uh, uh, put something in? You know, how do you, como uno aporta algo de valor a, a esa situación. And it's very important because I was just in an interview and they asked me like, you know, do you have a message for young people? <laughs> Like, no, I don't, <laughs> you know? My message is I'm all about supporting what's going on. And there is, a, there is an energy and a drive that the young uh, people are executing and they're doing it in a very good way. So my role as somebody who's a little older is I just want to support that drive, right? Because they have an experience. If I bring in my experience from when I was 20, it might not be relevant because the moment is so different. They have experienced something, they're facing something that uh, it's not that it's new, it's just there is a, it's a different dynamic, socially, politically, and, and of course, because of the social tension on top of the COVID-19 issue, I revealed this stuff and intensified that um, because, uh, and I have, again, I have a 22-year-old and a 24-year-old, so they are in the middle of that. It's affecting their life, right? The, the, their experience at this moment right now I almost cannot even understand because uh, it's a different path. Life right now is different, you know. Uh, we, we are enclosed in our spaces, in our city, travel, you know, engagement, jobs, life. Uh, all that stuff is, is all in flux right now, you know. So, so that does affect your your practice, you know, your focus uh, in terms that I don't believe that, and, it, and in my case, it's not that it changes me that much. It's just that it rechannels energies in different ways. You know, there are some ideas or projects that I probably was engaged to that right now I'm comfortable putting it away. And, and I, 
also another question that have been brought up a lot is like, what are you doing right now? And it's almost like I'm doing some stuff, but really I'm just telling myself to step back and want to listen and want to observe and almost let the process itself happen, right? Rather than trying to push certain edges that, oh, I, I need to stay productive on this or in that, or I can't put that idea away. Yeah, I can. I can put it away. It's not going to go. Uh, you know, we're going to be back. Uh, I don't know at, at what level and what it will look like, but uh, but right now it's like, uh, you know, it's like introspective space uh, and observing, you know. Pepe, thank you so much for giving me such a wonderful overview of all of these connections that we're all, um, I guess, realizing right now in different ways. Um, before um, we stop this interview, I wanted to ask you if there's anything else that you'd like to say. Um, no, I mean, you know, again, I, I think that uh, the one thing is that uh, a lot of artists are sharing these experiences also behind, among ourselves. And I think it's very important that, that, that we do that because, like I said earlier, um, we, we as, a, as a community, as an art community, and people that you know, uh, everybody is going through a little bit of a different situation. And I might still have my studio right now, but next month I might not. So what I'm saying with that is that at any moment, we could be in somebody else's shoe, you know? So I think that that solidarity, that awareness is very helpful to be aware of, of what people are going through uh and 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 create that spirit of of sharing information support whatever that can look like you know so. okay. thank you pepe i um i really appreciate uh you taking the time for this conversation and i look forward to staying connected all right thank you so much yes okay.